0: episode two of what did you watch this week so john let's just get right into it what did did you watch this week
1: well mike i watched an awful lot of shows this week i I (laughs) feel like i went for the gold and buckled down and said i got some stuff that i'm gonna watch so uh yeah the the first one starting right off um if i want to skip some of the little guys walking dead i know we had talked last week about how you're not really watching it this week this year okay but It was a really good episode. It's what I call an isolation episode where the entire thing takes place in like one or two rooms. Didn't really work too well in season two, you know, because it was a farmhouse. But this time it was a prisoner situation. So it was very tense. Good. Yep. So you enjoyed it then? I did. We got to see Alicia Witt come on to the show for a little bit. And uh, yeah, spoiler alert, not stay for very long on the show. Oh, nice. But she played a good, uh, rather crazy villain type um got our first look at the the mentality of Negan's people. You know, they all seem to uh let people know we are Negan, we are all Negan, you don't know what's coming. So that gave it a bit of a sinister edge.
0: So basically what you're saying is Alicia Wood gets killed really
1: fast. Uh by the end of the episode, yes. Yep. And it was glorious fashion because in only one episode you grew to kinda hate her. Nice.
0: Yeah. gets killed. You're okay with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of happy about it. What about you, Mike?
0: What what do you want to lead off with?
1: Well, I mean, look,
0: Gotham. Yes. That was a really good, powerful episode this week. Yes. I wasn't sure about the uh, Laurie Petty's uh, Joker style, Heath Ledger Joker style face paint she had going on. Yep. I realized it was a minimalized version, but still. Um and then uh, you know, Bruce finally confronts matches Malone. Yep.
1: And uh, you know, he doesn't pull the trigger. We we get the first kind of view of the uh the nobleness, I guess, of yes. the future Batman.
0: Yeah. yeah you're yeah, he just
1: a man, sense. you're not a monster.
0: Exactly. And so but you know, he almost seemed kind of depressed. Like he was upset that he wasn't a monster because he like I guess he couldn't feel justified in killing him if he wasn't a monster. He was just, you know, he just presented himself as like some pathetic guy.
1: Yep. Who actually wanted to die.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which turned Bruce off even more to the idea of killing him.
1: Yep. I think that's a good uh, story point for him. You know, it's kind of what Alfred wanted anyway. I think. Exactly. Bruce was hoping that killing this guy would make everything better. And then he's like, you know what? It's not gonna.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that was, uh, that, that was good.
1: Yeah, I, I had a couple little side notes there. Uh, they mentioned early on when they were doing the therapy with Penguin, yes. uh, they mentioned that using the crane formula, I kind of like that. Nice oh, yes, side yeah. joke there. Yep. Um, I With Gotham, I have a problem, like with what you were saying with Laurie Petty's Joker, yeah. kind of a bit too on the nose with some things. Yes, absolutely. Like they keep throwing these images of the Joker there so that we'll – I don't know, keep tuning in and saying, maybe he'll be here this time.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like they're stringing long little breadcrumbs of hints of, we're going to do it eventually, someday. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Yeah. But and, and it's like Bruce goes down the alley to see Selena, and what do you know, a cat jumps out and meows.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's interesting. Bruce is going to go live on the streets with Selena. Yeah. Which Hush. I know in the past he tried that, and she's just yelled at him that, no, you're, you know, ridiculed him called him little rich boy and whatever right so i want to talk about uh enigma yeah uh the riddler it's the riddler it's the riddler (laughs) yeah i mean we got his first green question mark this week yep but i don't recall the riddler ever being this like he was always kind of eccentric and a little odd yeah but they're making him like just out now schizophrenic crazy, which that was always the Joker, basically.
1: It's an interesting take on it, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I know in some of the Arkham games, he was uh, over the top, like he was out of his mind, had to prove that he was smarter than Bruce, yeah. had to be the one who was the most intelligent, and it drove him insane that he couldn't be. I like it. I like the way yeah, that it's Yeah, I'm, I'm not
0: disliking it, I just... Just a different approach for me, but I've never played the games like you had so, right right um, just gonna jump around a little bit. I just want to talk about uh, the middle. I don't know if you're watching that or not still, but
1: no I'm not
0: is it still good and it really is like I don't even think I watched last season at all, but I just started watching it again this season because it's on it's on my Hulu and it's just I don't know it's a weird show that I just I enjoy and it seems to have hung around and even though I'm not a big Patricia Heaton fan. You know, I watched it for the janitor from scratch. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yep. You know, but, uh, it seems to have hung around somehow and it's yeah. just kind of there still, but it's like, eh, good for them. But I, it's been good this season with Sue going off to college. Which and, we always uh, saw coming. Right, right. And, uh, so it's, it's decent enough. Um, yep. and then Big Bang Theory. Big Bang. Yep. I, uh, you notice they're really humanizing Sheldon this year. They really are. And I'm almost afraid that they're going to do it too much because part of the, the awesomeness of the show is Sheldon's,
1: well, unhumanization. Yeah, there's certain <laughs> characters like that, like uh, Greg House, yep. uh, Sherlock Holmes, who yep. need to be separated from humanity. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to not be like you and I, and right. that's what makes them cool. Right, exactly. I mean, some
0: instances it's okay, but in this, it's like it's happening a little too much every episode. They're chipping away a little bit more and more because, like, you know, the, um, the, uh, I can't even think of Leonard, Jason Crow, The, the Penny, the Penny and Leonard relationship is kind of,
1: run its course already yeah a couple of times over i think
0: yeah it's like they really were building to them being in relationship and now they're in a relationship so it's like okay we've we've married them i'm not really sure what else to do with them let's look at raj now and let's look at you know like <clears throat> excuse me they pay, really focus on sheldon's relationship with uh blossom i can't think of <laughs> her name.
1: i'm having a bad morning amy farrah Fowler. amy Farrah Fowler, yeah <laughs> Yeah. And don't forget that we've also got uh, uh, Howard, and yes, Howard and Bernadette
0: yeah, getting all yeah, pregnant
1: and stuff so that they yeah, exactly. a child to the mix. Yeah, so Leonard and Penny are really taking a backseat now to almost everybody. Yep. Uh, and it's not necessarily bad because that was the whole hook of the show going in was the yeah. pretty dumb girl. Well, I guess she wasn't really dumb. She was street smart. But, you know, the right. pretty normal girl yeah. and the two completely socially awkward geeks next door. Right. And they're two completely socially awkward, geeky friends. And now it's turned into more of a couples type thing.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Except for uh, Raj, everyone's still in a relationship. Raj is in between relationships. Yeah. He represents
1: that fringe that yeah. says dating's kind of weird and let's remember that it's not always easy for people.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, um, hold on. Bad swallow.
1: Absolutely. All right, so Grimm. Grim, Oh, man. Are you
0: caught up on Grimm? I'm caught up on Grimm. All right, so I I like Grimm a lot. Yep. And it's actually, to me, it's been a good season. One of my notes
1: was, I bet Mike loved this episode. I did like that episode. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as it was, like, 90% lucha wrestling, I'm like, Mike dug this. This is going to be his thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, actually, no, honestly, I did not watch Friday's Nights yet. I'm sorry. Oh,
1: you did not. Okay. No,
0: I didn't watch Friday Nights. I was Yeah, I haven't
1: watched that one yet because I just haven't had a chance. I went to wrestling last night. Well, you basically saw the episode then because <laughs> it was a Monster of the Week episode and 90% of it was in the ring. Yeah, I did see the previews for it, yes. So I am looking forward to watching it and I do enjoy the Monster
0: of the Week episodes. Yes. Um, But. So going back. Going back, yes. What I'm talking about is we haven't talked about it at all yet, obviously. This correct. Is, um, but they finally went to the old country yep. and it was a little bit disappointing that they went to the old country, but they, they weren't there very long. <laughs> yeah. You wonder if the budget just wouldn't cover that
1: kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like they were there long enough to, you know, to find okay. the underground, uh, chamber and to find the box yep. and, uh, and then to leave. Mm-hmm you know and then of course monroe to get hurt long enough so he could fly back to america with his arm that way right
1: cuz i'm sure that the tsa had no issue letting a guy with an open with a big open wound on his arm Yeah, and, you know, go, <laughs> go through security here's, and get
0: through customs yeah
1: here's your seat sir we don't need to pat you down don't worry about it yeah so um but yeah, I uh, I know we talked
0: last week about Arrow and how like, I don't like the stupid teenage drama stuff on yep. the show and this and that and everything. And then now I'm going to go just the opposite with Grimm. And I enjoy the, the, the drama of the relationship between Adalind and...
1: Yeah, me, it um, kind of took a turn there, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It took
0: a big turn. Like she when she showed some uh, Hex and Beast powers, yep. she was really upset about that right yeah because she was death. i mean you even heard her yell uh don't tell nick he'll kick us out
1: right and yeah. you remember that when she lost her powers that time that nick bled on her yeah um she was still of the mindset of i've got to get them back you know yes. she's telling she's telling them now that oh when you're a hex and beast it changes your mind it changes your brain and i don't want to go right. back to that but right. obviously this time she got away from it somehow Versus last time.
0: Right. Which to me, like, okay, if Nick stole her powers before, if she's that worried about it and wants them <laughs> not to come back and stay repressed. Just right.
1: Hey, honey. Do that again.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Just do that again. Yep. Um, but I, I enjoy the relationship with, with Nick and Adeline. Um, I hope that continues. I really wish Juliet wasn't on the show at all anymore. I... I wish they just would have let her be dead at the end of the season. And this Eve could have just been a new character, or it could have been trouble transformed yeah. into Eve or something. Yeah, where's I, trouble I don't know all this? I miss her. Yeah.
1: So yeah. I just—I mean, she's she's there here and there. Yeah. but But I mean, Juliet, she's not the,
0: the integral part of the show, really.
1: Bitsy Tulick, the actress who plays Juliet, I always felt that she was kind of mechanical. Anyway. Yeah. And now they've turned her into a literal robot. Like she yes. sits up straight in bed and stares ahead with those weird eyes that look in different yes. directions. And you're like, yeah. Jesus, what is wrong here?
0: And I guess it works as her being a robot then. Right. Or, <laughs> you know, for for the character type she's playing now. But yeah, no, I just, I, I hated the whole thing with her. And when she got killed last season, I was happy about it. And of course, yep. I knew they were going to bring her back at some point because I just did.
1: Yep, I knew it was, was going
0: to happen. You had and, to know it was coming. Yeah, it's the same It's the same, uh, The same. rule for any TV or movie. If you don't actually see the dead body, then they're coming back. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Even if it's a couple seasons later, if you don't see them dead,
1: <laughs> That's right. coming back. Now, I'm going to make a pitch here, and I've made yeah. pitches to you before. We both pitched each other's shows. I still owe you for introducing me to Scrubs. Right. Um, but I'm going to make another pitch here and go with my review this week of Limitless. And I know we watched the movie together. I know it was okay to you. You know, you weren't too into it, but I got to say the show is far and away. So different from the movie, like in the movie, you've got Brad Cooper's character, Eddie Mora, who's kind of a bum, but he has ambitions and he wants to do good things. Like he tries to better himself and become rich and powerful and stuff like that in the show, Brian Finch, He's a pothead junkie loser. You know, he's just a dub. He's, he's not like a criminal, but he's just like the kid who never moved out of his parents' basement kind of thing, that stereotype. And he ends up working with the FBI. So you get a little crime procedural, you get the comedy of him being given godly powers and being like, yeah, okay, I'm a goon. You know, he decorates his office with Christmas lights and he wants to call it his headquarters and fights them to call it his headquarters. Um, it's just a much funnier version of the movie and it's a lot of fun per episode. Yeah. So this week we actually, well, hello, Temple Bell. Um, this week we actually, it's like an unofficial part two of a three part series. And next week, uh, Bradley Cooper is going to be on the show again because his character reoccurs every now and then on the show to remind you that the world is one big place. Yeah. it's it's really good. I love the episode this week. He does a lot. They do a lot of camera tricks where he talks to himself, so you'll get two or three versions of him standing there acting opposite each other. And it's just plain old entertaining TV. I really think you'd like it if you actually got into it.
0: Well, with a hard sell like that, I guess I'm 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 I'm, I'm going to have to at least check it out. What season are they on right now? Are they on two? just the first season. Okay, still the first season.
1: Yep. So I mean. Try channel is it on? Uh, CBS. Uh, okay. Try two episodes. See if you like it. Yep. I guarantee you will.
0: All right. I'll check it out. I mean, with a hard sell like that, I'm going to have to check it out, I guess, because
1: you haven't steered me wrong yet. <laughs> well, I kind of did. Remember Eli Stone? I know you didn't like that one.
0: Well, that that's easy. true. I did watch one episode of that, <laughs> and I was like, all right,
1: that's good. good but that. they do things like in this episode he was in russia he was speaking russian and they started off speaking russian with subtitles and then like it pauses and you hear him narrate and say you know what we're all speaking russian but i'm not i'm just going to translate for you so then everybody speaks in english and they they acknowledged it at least i you know there was a movie
0: uh, a few years ago with um antonio banderas the 13th warrior and yes. it was him with a bunch of uh I don't know if it was vikings or, or yep. norwegians or whatever and I liked how in that movie they did this this gimmick where he's with them and he doesn't speak their language. But they shows that he's progressively learning their language because they have the subtitles for everything they're saying. And then they're showing the subtitles. But it's cut in and out with them yeah. speaking in English and, and in the foreign language. And then
1: more and more they're just
0: in English. And all of a sudden it's like now everyone's speaking English because he's learned their language.
1: That was one of my favorite Types of that thing that yes. that was just amazing the way that they yeah. did that.
0: So it was rude to, like i that's still stand on my mind to this day because it was just really cool how they did that.
1: that transition
0: from learning the language. Yeah, that was actually a really good movie.
1: Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't
0: watched that in ages. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, to, I'll check out Limitless. I mean, you haven't steered me wrong for the most part. <laughs> I mean, um and I know I've resisted a little bit on this. And the last time I resisted this hard on a show. Uh, was Firefly and, uh, and we'll never be
1: able to let each other live that down. <laughs> no, that was, that
0: was a very hilarious moment, uh, in, in life there. <laughs> Cause, uh, you kept telling me to watch the show and I kept saying no because it was only 13 episodes. I don't have time to get invested in the show. This just ends on a, a lurk anyways. And you're like, but they're gonna make a movie. They're gonna make a movie and it's fantastic. And I was just like, no, I'm not doing it. And even your sister was like, you gotta watch this show. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it. And then I was watching, uh, trailers one night on uh, QuickTime, and uh i saw this trailer and i didn't know the name of the movie it was just a space uh, space cowboy movie space western i was like this looks awesome and i liked nathan fillion because he was on two guys a girl in a pizza place
1: <laughs> and then i
0: kept saying oh you got to watch this trailer but i can't remember the name of it and it was before cell phones so it's just we happened to see each other i was like hey, you gotta watch this trailer i just can't remember the name of it and then finally like i don't know like eight months later we're at the theater
1: And the trailer comes on. I was like, Oh, this is that movie I was telling you about that looks so good. (laughs) And the look I gave you, like, like I was trying to kill you with my eyes.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could feel uh, my head trying to explode (laughs) more scanner style. Um. And then you're like, this is Firefly. And I was like, oh, oh, I'll watch that (laughs) then.
1: Yeah, it was just so calm. You're just like, oh, cool, I'll watch that. Yeah. After all the convincing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And now I'm like, I love that show and that movie and those characters. And, like, I'm very emotionally – I just rewatched it again. Like, at least once a year, I rewatched the series and the movie.
1: Outstanding. Um,
0: And I just rewatched it again. And going back even to the the first episode when we first meet River. Yep. And – like the real first episode, out. not the train job, which exactly yes, yes, the two-part episode Serenity. Yeah. Yep. Um When we meet her for the first time, and she's just freaked out big time about uh, not wanting to go back there. Now you've seen the movie, so you know how bad it was. Exactly. It's Actually, really emotional. It's yep. A really emotional scene. Mr. Whedon does a good job with this stuff. He does. He does. Yeah, it's a great show. And, you know, um, just talk about comic books real quick, Free Comic Book Day, they're doing another, uh, another story. Oh, really? Yeah, and then I heard that they're going to do another limited series again this year. Like, the second half of this year, they're going to do another limited comic run, a new uh, Serenity story.
1: Excellent. I'll have to sign up for that one.
0: Yeah, absolutely, because Leaves on the Wind was really good. It really was. I mean, ultimately, I would just love to see them do another, like they could do like an X-Files thing or another movie or just something, that would be pretty awesome.
1: Yep. Yeah, totally. age
0: the characters. That's fine. Age the characters. Yep. Because, you know, in the comic <laughs> books, Zoe's uh, pregnant right now. Yes. So I'm okay with that if they have a little wash running around. <laughs> um, and then just real quick, we'll talk about comics. Uh, that TV show Con Men, that, the, the uh, web series that Alan Tudyk did. Yes, I'm still waiting for the word on the DVDs coming out on that. Me too. I definitely want to pick that up and watch it. I was, you know, he had posted not too long ago about uh, they were working on the the special features for the Blu-ray and everything. Um, but I'll gladly doing, lay down money for that. Absolutely, I mean, come on! But they're doing a six or seven uh, mini series comic book of um. What was it, what, was the, what was the name the of the fake show? TV
1: show that they did?
0: Yeah, the fake TV show. That's For the movie. They're doing a comic book of it. Now I can't remember the name of it, which makes me feel can't dumb. either. <laughs> uh, I wasn't planning on talking about it today, so I didn't have my notes. Um but anyways, and a free comic book day is gonna be issue zero, and then issue one comes out in July.
1: Well, I guess I'm picking that up too.
0: Yeah, so actually your editor's note down in uh Hollowell. Yep. I've already talked to the guy and he's gonna set aside both that uh con man thing and um the the Serenity on free comic day. He's going to set those aside for me. Excellent. Yeah. So, um, but anyhow, uh, going back to shows real quick. Yes. Uh, some show news, I guess I'm going to bring up here is uh, person of interest comes back in May and it's going to be the final season.
1: I'm really excited for that because I feel like it's at a point where it could kind of be the yeah. final season.
0: They've done so much in the show. It's at the point where if they tried to stretch it out another season after this, it would be too much.
1: Yeah. Hey, Person of Interest, that's one that I steered you on to, isn't it? Yes, it
0: is. Yeah. Yes, and I actually watched the first episode again not too long ago just because I wanted to see the… Uh,
1: <laughs> the, the bus kick, fight or
0: the subway yeah, the fight? Yeah, the subway train fight, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where they're all like, it's just some lazy bum, and, they, and then he beats them all up. But um, what's interesting is like they're going to take the, the whole season, though, and they're going to cram it into like, two episodes a week for like eight weeks, and it's going to be done. I can see that. It's like May 3rd through the 20, June 21st or something like that. And they're just going to do like, but they're not going to do episodes back to back. It's going to be on like Tuesday, Mondays and Fridays or something like that. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, it's going to air two nights, two nights a week. And they're just going to, and I was reading like a bunch of CBS shows. They're going to be doing that too, actually. Hmm. Um. But yeah, so this would be the last season of person, person of interest. And what's good is, is they knew it was going to be the last season. So I was reading that, you know, uh, Nolan there did uh, write it that way it on it. Yeah. Write it that way. So it concludes on like not a cliffhanger. or
1: That's yeah. always a, a thing that I like. And I wish more TV shows would kind of go into their runs knowing that, yeah. like knowing where they're going to end the story so that if they don't get picked up, they can at yeah. least say, here's where we're ending it. Like remember life? Yes. Life, the last episode
0: you saw, they ended in a way of like, well, if we get renewed, because the stupid writer strike screwed everything up. It sure did. But if we get renewed, then we can continue on. But if we don't, it's still ending at a good moment. Yep. And that was one of those shows that, like, there was a, there was three shows NBC had that that friggin' writer strike and then stupid Jay Leno going to 10 o'clock that they canceled that I liked – and one of them was life and then the other one was the bionic woman remake which i actually yep. really liked and then journeyman
1: yes which you still see and hear nothing about yes absolutely nothing never shows up on netflix i know it never made it to the proper number of episodes to become syndicated but there's no dvd release there's nothing it vanished yeah it was just, just
0: like done like i i remember they even did like Bionic Woman came out on DVD. I remember seeing it at Big Lots. It was like 8 bucks for the complete series. Yeah. For that new one. And um but yeah, so it was just it was really annoying cuz I thought that was such a great show. Yes. It was like a combination of like The Pretender
1: and Quantum Leap. And then when they introduced the second person, you know, uh, uh
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, moon, moon, blood moon blood good, blood good yeah. yeah.
1: when they yeah, introduced her as she was in the past moving forward and he was in the future moving past. Or but to they, the past. Had,
0: they had, like, dated in the past so they knew each other. Yep. Yeah, that yeah. Was, it had so
1: much potential. <sighs> yeah,
0: yeah, it did. But now, you know, he's on Grey's Anatomy. Maybe he's, I don't watch that show my wife yeah. does. I could ask her, but then she'd probably go like, who? Yeah. <laughs> She doesn't know character actors' names. Um, real quick, the uh, TV show Common was based on the fake TV show Spectrum. Okay. Yeah, that was the space show, so gotcha. Spectrum. Spectrum comic book series is coming
1: out. Well, speaking of comic book series, S.H.I.E.L.D. this week.
0: Yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s been good since its come back from its hiatus. So. Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, I, I really, I'm assuming you watched it this week. Yes. I really liked seeing uh, Grant Ward in the beginning there, rocking the rib cage and gut.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was interesting, right? Yeah,
1: really, kind of going for the zombie look there.
0: Yeah, oh, massively, yeah, and they had—he's Hive.
1: It, it was interesting to me though, and I know that they're kind of a separate universe. You know, the Agents of Shield exists in the greater Marvel universe, but yeah. if for those of us who are fans, you know that that also includes uh, Deadpool. X-Men, Fantastic Four, you know, all the properties owned by the other studios. Right. So so why is it that in this world people are freaking out about the appearance of Inhumans when they've been dealing with the Avengers? Uh, You can assume if this was the comic world, they've been dealing with X-Men. They've been dealing with people coming back from space or an alternate dimension with superpowers. It just seems a little bit odd that suddenly they're like, Oh my God, there's these Inhumans out there. Well... You know, they've been around for a while, technically. Yeah, but it's
0: still – I mean like you can – they could do it in a way where there was it's almost like the old uh, 1960s southern racism towards the Inhumans. So, right. Like if they did it in that way, it would work more than the, yeah. the disbelief way. Yes. So yes, I get exactly what you're saying because you're right. I mean like it's – they've – Clearly, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. is tied in with the Avengers, and, like, they talk about New York all the time, and, you know, the rift opening in space and the aliens coming down. Yep. So, yeah, and humans shouldn't be a surprise. Exactly. But they they could still be treated like, you know, alleged, you know, like a prize
1: of society. Right. I was really happy to see Absorbing Man come back this week. Yes. Yeah. I, I was afraid they had made him, like, a one-off character when he actually had presence in the comics. Yeah. So I liked seeing him come back. I liked seeing them flex his powers a little bit and give him a different spin where he's kind of helping but not.
0: Yeah, I thought they brought him
1: back in a good way. Yep. Yeah. I liked hearing uh, the guy there say, this is Phil Coulson, agent of HYDRA. Yes. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got to write that down. <laughs>
0: this note makes I like this. That's right. Um, if we're going to stay on the, uh, the superhero kick for a little bit. Yeah. So, I don't know, I can't remember if we talked about it last week or not, but CW has renewed all their shows. Yes. Yes, they have. And uh, so, you know, we're going to get well, another season of Supernatural. But we're going to get, you know, another season of Flash and Arrow, guaranteed, which I figured anyways. But we're definitely getting another season of Legends of Super uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Hmm. So, I'm very curious to see where, how it ends this season and where they're going to go from there.
1: Yeah. Since it's an ensemble cast, I I would wonder if they would pick up other characters for the next one. Like, hey, we're thinning our ranks; we need to add some more people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or just like, because I would I I had heard a rumor possibly of Constantine somehow joining the show, which I would love. I would too. Because if they could bring back Matt Ryan as Constantine, that would be great.
1: But they've they've
0: they've shown us a bunch of like secondary characters, um, you know, on Arrow or even on Flash, you know, that they could bring in. Uh, to Legends. Like Vixen? Yes, exactly, like
1: Vixen. And I know that they've already said, and we saw in one of Flash's uh, speed-induced hallucinations, we know that Jonah Hex is coming somehow, whether it'll be a one-off or if he'll actually join the team. I'm not sure. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then
1: um, even Adam Smasher. Yeah.
0: I would love to see him on Legends. That would be great. Not just because he's played by former wrestler Edge, but because I... I just, I don't know, I'd, I'd like to see him, too. I'd like to see him come back. I mean, that would be good as well. So
1: Give him a little redemption arc.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he wasn't a bad guy.
1: No. Nope.
0: He was just, you know, he felt he was forced to do something by, by Zoom. So it'll be interesting to see what they do there.
1: Yeah, I think that they will have to shake it up a little bit. It yeah. almost feels like the renewals. If CW just blanket renewed everything, then it kind of gives me the impression that these people got a pass. You know, some of these shows got a pass. Like, okay, well, we're renewing everything, so you can come on board.
0: Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, but I'm glad they're going to give it a second season at least.
1: Yes, and I hope that they they mix up the writers a little bit and kind of make things a little more, I don't know, a little less campy in places. Yeah,
0: because um, there definitely is a different style. I mean, like, clearly, like, Arrow's really dark. Flash is really bright and light. And then Legends kind of is falling in the middle, depending on what's happening that week. Yep. But it's fu- – but, but I mean, that that's what makes it okay because, I mean, there's a lot of potential with the show because every week they could be in a different time. Right. In a different place. I mean, did you watch the episode of them back in the 50s? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, if they could, they could do more things like that, I mean, that would definitely make it more interesting. Yeah. If they were jumping around more.
1: If they could just use Gideon to uh, discover the lineage. You know, we've got things today, Ancestry.com and 23andMe, where you can actually trace your ancestry back. So, you know, they could do that for Savage. Just kind of trace his lineage back and find somebody who was, you know, a parent or something. Right. I I know that he goes back to ancient Egypt, but come on, there's got to be something they could do. Right. And I'm sure they could just make something up,
0: otherwise they'll find some ancient scroll and... Yada,
1: yada. Right. But it's very similar. uh, I'll just go with the new who, but when the new doctor who came back on TV, Russell Davies was running it. It had a, a very gritty and dark uh, look to it. There was humor, but it was, it was very tempered in somberness. Then when he left, when Russell T. Davies left, and Stephen Moffat took over running the show, everything got a little bit different, you know? Yes. yeah. It's like the cameras yeah. had a new wash on them. It was a bit yeah. more goofy. The music was a bit more exciting. Um, I feel like that's what we're experiencing here with Legends of Tomorrow. You know, it's a different yeah. showrunner, different group, so they're characters we know, but it's somebody You're else. being presented
0: in a different way. Yeah. 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 Well, I can understand. Yeah. Makes sense.
1: But, yeah, second season, hopefully that'll help them. Keeping in
0: that universe real quick. Yes. uh, We have, uh, in just just over a week, we have the Flash Supergirl team up. Yes, we do. I am really looking forward to that. Um, Still am looking forward to that.
1: And let's not forget that next week we have uh, the return of Flash and Arrow. Yeah, two days. Yeah. Yeah, That's exciting. Yeah. Tuesdays are like my new favorite days now just because I can come home and watch Flash and – feel good about life
0: well i was just uh, i just saw that uh, grant gustin had posted i believe on uh on his instagram as a picture him and kevin smith apparently kevin smith is directing an episode
1: yes uh to I, that
0: and i basically it has to be uh one of the uh near the end of the season based on it filming now yeah,
1: yeah. uh the way i heard it uh recently Somebody was telling me that they read an interview, and Grant Gustin loved having Kevin Smith on there and wants him to come back because they're looking to do, like, a three-episode arch that would be like Arrow, Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow, where they all kind of cross over into each other, and wants Kevin Smith to come back for that one.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I could see him directing all three of those. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. I love when universes have that kind of continuity that you can get spanning. You know, it used to be back in the day that it was very rare. You know, it was crime procedural shows that would kind of cross over with each other. And- Detective Munch. Yeah, yeah. He's like the only guy. If he was on, I have had a list,
0: not a list, but like, you know, at one point he was on Law and Order. He yep. was on SVU. He was on Criminal Intent. He was on Trial by Jury. He was on um, Conviction. I'm pretty sure he was on Conviction. Yep. Yeah, that character started on Homicide Life on the Streets. Yep. And then he did a cameo on the X-Files. There's an episode where we meet the lone gunman for the first time. Yep. And it took place in the past in Baltimore at, like, a early, like, sci-fi convention or geek convention or whatever. And Mulder was there investigating something. And the lone gunman, that's how the lone gunmen met each other and uh, Detective Munch, Baltimore Homicide, because it was someone who got murdered, was investigating the case and everything. <laughs> so I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Other than like um, procedural shows, there really haven't been too many crossover things like this. Right.
1: So even this Flash and Supergirl yeah. is amazing. Two different oh, yeah.
0: networks. Absolutely. Um, But, you know, and a lot of those two, most of those crossovers are like, they're not really crossovers as much as they are. Backdoor pilots. Yes. To launch a new show.
1: Yep. Yep. Do we want to spin this off.
0: Yeah. But I've heard Rude, I don't watch these myself, but he watches all those, like, I think it's like Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Med, or whatever. There's three of those now. Yep. And apparently they do a lot of uh, crossovers back and forth um, frequently. Gotcha. Or, like, they'll make reference to one another because they all take place in the same, like, you know, universe that they have going on. So, um, I mean, that's kind of neat in itself, but again, it's more of a procedural show as opposed to what we have right now.
1: Right. What we're getting is what fans of the comic books always liked when, you know, you'd have an X-Men comic series and then suddenly the Avengers would cross over into it. So you'd have to buy the X-Men and the Avengers issue so that you could get the whole story between them.
0: Yes. Yeah. And but nowadays, you just have to wait for the trade to come out <laughs> a few months down the line where they compile all those together for you.
1: Oh, man. There are comic fans out there right now shaking their fists at you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: what was I going to say? I'm not sure. Neither do I. Did you watch any uh, – what else you got for shows this week?
1: Well, Lucifer was good.
0: Oh, yeah. Lucifer yeah, continues was- to be good. Yeah, I can I, I again I still have that little hang up on the they always have to find a reason to involve him in the case, or yep. the case affects him in a certain way. And when they did it um, this
1: week, I thought back to our conversation.
0: Yeah. But uh no, I I liked this week's with the, the therapist coming on the road and them kind of ganging up on him and
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a nice little twist. Um, did anybody – was anybody shocked to find out that the ex-boyfriend is involved in all of the dark dealings? No. Was no. there any shock – I mean, aside from the fact that we just recently saw him on Arrow as Brother Blood. Yeah, exactly. So you knew yeah. he had bad guy credentials. But Correct. But was he really that shocking? No, it didn't surprise
0: me at all. I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop on that one.
1: Yeah. Because and- I knew
0: he had to be – I mean
1: – Something. Right. My yeah. absolute favorite line of the whole show, I wrote it down, I laughed out loud, had to pause it, was when they walk into the bar and yeah. it's all dark and gritty and you see the guy sitting in the corner with his brains blown out and the shotgun in his hand and they're looking at the brain splatter on the wall and she's kind of like, oh, God. And Lucifer just deadpan looks at it and goes, well, at least you can see what he was thinking. I know. That was, <laughs> was so I laughed perfect. a Because <laughs> he wasn't even trying to be flipped. He's just like, yep. Yep. This guy's dead. <laughs> that yeah. was great. Um, um, this ahead. week I also watched how to get away with murder. It was the second season finale and it was boring. This show has kept me glued since the first season. It's really good twisted. They do a lot of, uh, forward in time, backward in time. You know, this was what happened six months ago and this is what's happening now. But this episode felt, and I actually wrote it down. It felt like Tyler Perry presents how to get away with murder. Oh, Because Annalise goes home to Tennessee and be with her family, and then it's just this big, oh, here's her, and and here's dad that abandoned them, and he's trying to make amends, but she ain't having none of it. And then the, the sister crawls in bed with her and hugs her, and they talk about how big her butt is, and it was just really awful. Like, for a show that's all about murder and twistedness and lawyers and tactics and hacking and stuff, this was a, a terrible episode to begin with. And yeah, that did not even
0: sound enjoyable to watch.
1: Yeah. And it was not season finale worthy. It was just ridiculous.
0: Yeah. No, I, I don't watch that show and that doesn't even sound enjoyable to watch based on that
1: description. It, it, it is an enjoyable show in and of itself, but uh, I don't know this, this kind of soured me. Um, Now, had you, do you have any more regular shows on your list? Yeah. Um, Yes and no. Uh, yes and no. I mean,
0: yeah. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't call it a regular show because it's a Netflix series, and so they popped up all 13 at once. But the reason why I didn't watch Grimm yet is <laughs> is because Daredevil Season 2 launched Friday. It
1: sure did. And I'm already nine and a half episodes in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm two episodes in, so we can, we can talk about some of it. All right well I'm just
0: gonna just, i'm just gonna give you a quick overview
1: without yes. going into it too much or whatever.
0: The first four episodes are amazing to me, but i'm I love the action, I love the violence, the blood doesn't bother me, nothing. I don't mind any of that. So the first four episodes are just insanely good, yeah, and then five through seven slow down quite a bit, okay, and then it picks right up back again with eight and nine, and now I'm just starting ten. And so, yeah, it's, just, it's great. It is so good. Like, I love the first season of Daredevil. I, I, lo- I liked it better than Jessica Jones. Um, but this second scene is in the Daredevil. Uh, John
1: Berenthal. Berth-
0: Barenthal, thank you. John Berenthal is absolutely just freaking amazing as the Punisher.
1: I've seen him in two episodes, and he's had about two lines of dialogue.
0: Oh, yeah. And I already love him. Oh, yeah. Wait till you watch 3 and 4. <laughs> there's... I mean, the dialogue in those episodes are abs- just, uh, just phenomenal. I've heard him. that episode oh. 4 could be rough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, episode 4. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I just... I love the... Absolutely just love... There's some conversations in 3 and 4. The dialogue. And it's primarily Punisher's dialogue. It's amazing. And he delivers it with just... It's great. I mean, he is completely just. I I don't. I know we talked about doing spoilers, but I'm not going to do it on this one.
1: I appreciate it, because, and I'm sure that the listeners appreciate it too. Because yeah,
0: I mean, it's the show. Is just it, oh, it's so
1: good. Well, Frank Castle. When I was growing up, Frank Castle confused me. You know, the Punisher yeah. was just a guy with a bunch of guns. And he rolled around in a van and he had a tech guy who helped him pick out spots to go to punish people. And it just kind of confused me because I was like, he's not a superhero. He doesn't have superpowers. No. But as I grew up and I grew to understand, I actually gained a lot of respect for him because he may be hyper violent and he may be, you know, his means are not necessarily justified by the ends, but the guy has passion for what he does because of what happened to his family. Right, he truly
0: believes in what he's doing. He feels completely, you know, justified in everything he's doing. Yeah, and he doesn't feel bad about any of it. It's you it, know,
1: and John berenthal when we saw him in The Walking Dead as Shane, oh yeah, he was a jerk. You know, oh,
0: big time, big time, yeah.
1: But that same mentality plays well with Frank Castle. Yes, you know. Yeah saying that the world is messed up and you've got to do what you got to do. You can't be coddling people and, and tiptoeing around. Yeah. Uh, but
0: no, um, like I remember when they announced he was going to be like potentially casting him to play Punisher. I yep. was just like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yep. He'd be perfect for that. And then now seeing him as the punisher is just like, he is absolutely perfect for that.
1: Yes. And now
0: I've heard, I've read recently as well that, um, they, talked about possibly doing a Punisher series as well. Hmm. And then now it looks like that I, what i most read, recent, read recently was like, they're still thinking about doing a Punisher series. However, Netflix is the one that brought it up and it would be outside the continuity of, you know, what Marvel's doing with Daredevil, Jessica Jones and the Luke Cage show and everything like that. Um, which is I, leading up to, def- to the defenders.
1: I wouldn't like that. Uh, if they're going to do it and he comes from this world, I would want him yeah. to be a part of it. He doesn't have to be a Defender. Well, it
0: would be – well, it wasn't like – it still be be a part of this world. It's just not going to be involved in the storyline leading to the Defender. It's not okay. what Marvel already has going on. And I guess the quote I saw from Marvel was basically like, um, well, it's not something we had really um, – it's great to see that Netflix wants to take this character and go beyond with him. Uh, but it's, you know, it's definitely not something we're not interested in doing, but it's not something they've really put a lot of thought into.
1: Right. Well, but, I'm just thinking of it off the top of my head, and it would be kind of rough yeah. to show just gratuitous violence day in, day out. And you wouldn't yeah. want him to, like with Lucifer, how he's becoming more human. You wouldn't yeah. want Frank Castle to start becoming less no. brutal. no. But building an entire series around a hero who just blows people away, hangs them on meat hooks, carves their guts out.
0: Honestly, I think, and again, I haven't seen all of Daredevil, so I don't know what they're going to do in the last three episodes, three and a half episodes. Yeah. From what I've seen so far, like if they just did even a, a short, like say six episodes, but did a definitive origin for him. Yes. Because yes, they do talk a lot about, an origin quote-unquote form, but they could show it to us instead of talking about it, Right, um, that would work 100%. That would really work because, I don't know, I'm right in love with him as the Punisher. (laughs) I could
1: definitely see that.
0: And what he's doing, where they're going with it. And again, I don't mind the violence and the blood and all that stuff. That doesn't bother me. I'm not a sick person by any means, but it's just... It doesn't bother me. No. I know it's it's fake. I know it's entertainment. I don't, you know what I mean? Right. um, And I
1: don't don't mind it either. I'm just, uh, my thought process is more like, if you look at the Daredevil episodes or you look at the Jessica Jones episodes, there are episodes that are heavy on fighting. And then there are episodes where it's more uh, cerebral. You know, it's people talking or complaining or or looking back at their life.
0: And that's what kind of five, six, and seven are about.
1: Okay. See, I'm just picturing it and yeah. having a harder time thinking of the Punisher in that respect, but it yep. could work. You can do that with anybody, well, I think. You do know Electra's in this season. Yes I do. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> you're just like K dropped. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um there is something that happens yeah, in one of the episodes though. Okay. That made me squirm. <laughs> oh good. I was just like, oh my God uh! Like it was like yeah
1: um, and and but, you and I have watched all the Saw movies together, so I can't wait. Oh to see yeah, this.
0: yeah. Oh yeah, it made me squirm. It was, just, but like, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of blood in this season of, of Daredevil. <laughs> a lot. It's like Game of Thrones style. Lots of blood in this season. of
1: Daredevil. Yeah, I noticed that just in the first two episodes, Matt spit up blood twice.
0: It's oh like, yeah,
1: it's like yeah, a per episode is, thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, but again, it's TVMA. Yeah. And it's dark and it's gritty and it's awesome. Like, it is awesome. Like, I can't wait till you watch more. We can talk about it again because I'm, I'm right in love with it.
1: <laughs> I, I'm,
0: I'm right in love with the show.
1: I also jotted down twice. Uh, in both the first and second episode, they've used the word war zone. It's like yes. war zone out there. And I'm like, ah, Punisher Warzone, Zone. Punisher huh? War Zone, yeah. I'm nice, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. And I uh, like that the first episode was called Bang, and it actually has a meaning behind it. Yes, By the every, actually, the end. every
0: title of the episode has a meaning behind it. Yes, yeah, it's it's actually done really well, and uh, I I hope I'm not giving this part away. I can't remember if it's discussed in the first two episodes. I'm pretty positive it is. Okay. But Karen is, is, you know, thinks Max basically got a massive drinking problem. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like that. I don't either. It, it, it was, I was waiting for him to say it was a joke, you know, when they're yeah. walking down the street in fog. He's like, I told you you have a massive drinking problem. I was waiting yeah. for him just to be like, oh, I'm just kidding, buddy. But he didn't. No. And they, and it, it gets talked about a lot. Well, yeah. Because th- in the second episode, she's over at his house and she's like, are you okay? You know, I want to help yeah. you take care of yourself. And
0: yeah. So and I realize in the comics that he she finds out that he's Daredevil. Yep. And then basically, you know, leaves him for it, if you will. Right. So I don't know if they're going to do that in the series or not. Um,
1: I would assume she has to find out at some
0: point. She's she's going to have to at some point. I would assume too.
1: Um, I'm doing the typical the the typical TV viewer thing and looking at it, going, "Oh, come on, just tell her." Just tell her an S. Yes, yes. Then she won't think you have a drinking problem. Yeah, Come on. Like they, they
0: don't Flash doesn't have a problem telling everyone that he's
1: Flash. <laughs> I know. You
0: know, it's just a, there's the list of people that know he's Flash is
1: long. <laughs> the shorter list would be people who don't know he's Flash.
0: Practically, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because he has no problems telling anyone he's
0: Flash yep. to
1: drop the hat, you know. Oliver's got quite a stable full of people who know he's Arrow. <laughs> Oliver yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was just thinking of that episode again with Snark. I know I talked about it last week when he's like, Snark, are you okay? Snark, Barry. When he's <laughs> yep. off to him, just, yeah. <laughs> Even the bad guys know he's Barry. You know? That's right.
1: That's right. It doesn't take a genius because, I mean, come on. He's very yeah. open about it.
0: You know what? Okay, real quick. I know we touched on it last week, but I literally just thought of this. Sure. How Snark was becoming kind of a good guy and he's respectful and everything. I mean, he didn't even tell his sister that right? Barry was the Flash. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so. he's definitely a man of honor. He's, he right, brings exactly. out the whole honor among thieves thing very well.
0: That's why I'm pretty sure he did not kill Rory.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I think that it was probably just a he froze him in place and left him there to survive.
0: Yeah. And again, that that's going to come back at some point. Yes. Absolutely.
1: I... uh. I, I gotta say, this is another shout out or, or another recommendation. But Sci Fi's got a TV series on right now. It's the first season. I almost didn't watch it because the pilot was a little bit too janky for me. But I've been watching it, and it's a really good show. It's called The Magicians. And it's it's based on books and it deals with people doing real magic and the title character is a bit of a chode. You know, you kind of want to punch him a few times, but it's a very dark world and there's real magic involved. And I really like it. It's one of those shows that the more I watch it, the more I like it. You get to the end of an episode and you're like, man, I really like this show. I really want to watch the next one. And you're not quite sure why. So maybe they're the execs are doing some magic of their own. So it's not uh
0: it's not a big, uh, spoof on like now you see me.
1: Oh no, not at all. No. This is like legitimate magic. They have a school there. Kinda kind of a Harry Potterish kind of thing. You know, it's okay. a it's hidden from regular people. So uh, it's it's the premise
0: that magic is real. It's not the premise of it's illusions and sleight of hand.
1: Correct. Okay. That okay. magic is real. And they do a lot with hand gestures. Um, you know, things that look like you're playing cat's cradle and yep. that's how you cast your spells is with intricate finger movements and stuff. Okay. Um, the head of the school played the alpha vampire on supernatural. Mm-hmm. So you know who I'm talking about there. Yes. And one of the teachers is Anne dudek who has been on a bunch of stuff, how I met your mother, House, she was there. Yep. Um, I like it. it. It's something that if you didn't have anything to watch, I'd say, go ahead. I'm not going to give it the hard sell, like mm-hmm. limitless and say, you have to watch this, but I've enjoyed it quite a bit.
0: Um, now that's on sci-fi. Yes. I'll Still, not. first to see if it's on Hulu or not. Yeah. Um, you had talked about uh, wanting to do uh, talk about a show, a column, or whatever called the
1: Your Regret. Yes, I'd like to hear about that. I've been wondering what show you're talking about. Uh, since well, you I've, it up flipped, last I've week. found two so far. I'm just going to go over one this week. Okay. But this is one of those shows where it comes on and you go, ah, I don't want to watch that. It's going to be another blank. Yeah. And then as seasons go by, you start realizing that it's really good. Yeah. According to everything that you read, like most of the sites that I go to talk about the 100 and what yeah. an amazing show it is and how good it's gotten and how from the first season on, it's just gotten better and better and better. When I first saw that show show up, I was watching the vampire diaries at the time yep. and I figured it's just going to be another one of those, you know, Oh, 100 kids are sent down to earth to see if it's still inhabitable and, and Oh my God, what dangers are they going to come into? I was like, no, I have no interest in this whatsoever yeah and i just wrote it off and then literally every season i just keep getting more and more messages saying how good it is above other shows like hmm. we're not talking an occasion like this was a good episode it's like people are frothing to see what's going on on the 100 and apparently they just had their 100th episode ironically and <laughs> And it was written up in all these different publications, all these different websites. We're talking about how amazing it was, and how it changed everything, and how the the show is just going to explode from here. So I'm kind of regretting the fact that you know the third season is getting ready to wrap up now. So even if I tried to catch up, I'd only be able to watch the first two, and then I'd have to wait until next fall to catch the third one on Netflix, yep. unless I go with Hulu. I I really I regret so it. Have regret- you even Netflix? watched an episode yet? I have not.
0: Oh, so you have a – oh, wow.
1: Yeah. It, it's one of those where I feel like I'm so far behind now that if I started, it would just – it would take forever. And I almost feel like I'm punishing myself for not having faith in it in the beginning.
0: Yeah, and, and now that you're – especially you're 100 episodes behind.
1: Yeah. 100 episodes in three seasons? It Maybe it's the fourth season. It's got to be the fourth. That's
0: a lot. I mean, yeah. most shows are – hell, a lot of shows are 13 seasons uh, – 13 episodes a season now, but
1: – Right. Not those CW shows.
0: <laughs> yeah. But – um.
1: Yeah, have
0: watched it? No, I've never seen the 100. I've seen the tra- 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 trailers. <laughs> I've seen the commercials for it and um honestly, I don't I don't know anyone that's talked about that they've liked it and I, I mean I know I don't pay attention to all the news sites you do when it comes to the shows but Right. I have like right now my my Facebook feed is just exploded with all my friends talking about Daredevil. Yeah, you know, and I, same thing happens with Flash and Arrow and everything else. Yep, because um, apparently I have all like-minded friends.
1: <laughs> that's a good um, thing to
0: have, exactly. But I uh, none of them even said anything about the hundred. Interesting. Rude, who watches a lot of different TV shows, I mean, he watches a very eclectic array of shows, hasn't said anything about the hundred either. Well, that's um, interesting.
1: Yeah, for me, it's surprising. just the opposite. It's just all these people, all these uh, yeah. news sites that are like, my god, the hundred just keeps getting better, and then. Like, when I talk to some people about it and I mention that, they're like, oh, yeah, I watched that show. It's amazing.
0: Huh. I'll, ask, I'll, I'll make it a point to ask Rude if he's ever watched it, what he thinks of it.
1: Yeah.
0: He may have talked about it, and I just blanked it out.
1: And hey, anybody listening who wants to comment on it, you know, feel free to let me know whether I'm barking up the wrong tree or not. <laughs> I
0: thought you're I thought you were gonna go more of like uh it's a show that you wish you would have started watching when it came on because you would have been enjoying it for years.
1: Oh. Well like, nope, but
0: it, like be. for me that was Doctor Who. Yeah. Because I'd never gotten back on the Doctor Who bandwagon. I used to watch when I was a kid. I, you know, I loved uh, I loved Tom Baker's Doctor Who. Yep. Um like Colin Baker's Doctor Who. Um but then I, I did start watching it with the um and I'm gonna murder his name, Ecclesley. Eccleston. Eccleston. Okay. There we go. Yep. I did start watching it. They went, when it was on Netflix, they've pulled it from Netflix. Now I think the only place you can watch it streaming anymore is Amazon prime. Has it now? I believe.
1: Isn't that crazy?
0: Yeah, it is. Um, but when it was on Netflix, I started watching with him and I was just like, this is amazing. And like, I wish I had been watching this since when it first came back on. Right. And said, you know, I mean, I, and then I binged watched, you know, all the way up until, uh, Day of the Doctor, because they had all that on there. Yep. So, I mean, I binge-watched up, so that was enjoyable. But, like, that's what I, th- I thought you were going to go with. I wish I'd been watching this show for years, because I'd be enjoying it for years. But instead, you know, I'm just enjoying it now. But you haven't even watched it, and you still regret it. Exactly. It makes me want to go watch an episode just to see <laughs> I if
1: it's right? good or not. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you mentioned Doctor Who. Interesting trivia fact. You may know this. Uh, the second Doctor was played by John Pertwee.
0: Not, not okay. doing
1: anything for you. Well,
0: no. I, I go ahead. Say it again.
1: John Pertwee, he played the second Doctor, the guy with yes. mohawk haircut. Yes. Uh, he had a son named Sean. Sean currently plays Alfred on Gotham.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool.
1: Yep. So Alfred, and you've seen him in other stuff too. I mean, I believe he was in Event Horizon and uh, a couple other big movies, Sean Pertwee. But yeah, that's the son of the second Doctor.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah, that's I like really that.
0: That's cool. I want to uh, talk about Doctor Who real quick, seeing how we're talking about Doctor Who. Absolutely.
1: Uh, do it all day. I'll do a podcast on Doctor Who.
0: <laughs> um, I think of the Doctors we've had now, my favorite years were the David Tennant years.
1: That's a very popular opinion. A lot of people, he was their favorite.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not that I didn't like Matt, Matt Smith. Yep. Yeah. And... I'm not, still not, like, uh I watched the first season of the Peter Capaldi episodes. Yep. I haven't watched the second season yet. It
1: his gets first, so good.
0: I know, that's what you said, and I am going to watch it, but I haven't watched the second, I haven't, I watched his first season, and I, I think, I don't like the fact they spent all season with him trying to decide if he was a good person or a bad person or what it was. Yeah. Kind of like the angle they took on it, but the David Tennant years, I I don't know, I those are hard to beat because it wasn't just him. It was all the secondary characters that were involved. Yes. With him. It was all the secondary. It was all, he had the best
1: companions.
0: Yes. All his companions, all the other, like, you know, all the, like Captain Jack. Yeah. And all the other secondary characters and not just the companions, but all the secondary characters they had, you know, and everything. And, um, it was just, it was so great. Like the way they did, it was amazing. And then when he was coming to an end, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I got a little emotional because
1: (laughs) I hope you got a lot emotional.
0: (laughs) I got a lot emotional. Yeah. Uh, but like when he basically, you know, his whole like speech basically saying like, yes, I know I'm not dying, but I'm not going to be me anymore. Right. And he didn't want to go. Like I just, the David Tennant years were just amazing. Like when I think about Dr. Who now that's, that's my kind of my favorite go-to, uh, is him. And, uh, he incidentally, was the amazing villain on Jessica Jones, by the way, yes, but true. um,
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, so the David Tennant years, you know, um on Doctor Who are definitely my favorite, and especially how they wrapped it all up with him at the end, yep, and everything, I mean, they did a great job, but I thought they did a better job when they wrapping him up than they did when they wrapped up Matt Smith, yes, yes, I Matt agree Smith, with that. it seems like like the way I watched it was different because I binge watched it all, I didn't watch. You know, the seasonals. It seemed like with Matt Smith, he had more, not so much, like, full seasons as much as he had specials.
1: No, he definitely had full seasons. I wow. know
0: well, I know he did, but, like, near the end, like, I thought, like, his last time as the Doctor weren't really full seasons as much as it was just, like, a bunch of specials. Oh, oh yes,
1: yeah, because you, you had the name of the Doctor, the time of the Doctor, the day of the Doctor.
0: Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yep. His final run, final couple, final year, a couple years even, was just all specials as opposed to seasons.
1: However, uh, I'll counterpoint you there and say that David yeah. Tennant had the same thing. Because basically you had his his final season there, and then yeah. you had like the Waters of Mars and the uh, – the, oh, God. What was it? I always forget it. Empty Planet or something like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I, yeah.
0: I think it was called Empty Planet. And then the
1: End of Time Part 1 and 2.
0: Yeah, yes, and the time part one and two, yeah.
1: Yep, so it's definitely a theme with them.
0: Yeah, that's true. I just, I don't know, when I think about Doctor Who, I I get my fondest happiness now is is his
1: season. And there is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. (laughs) It was a wonderful season. Seasons. (laughs) Seasons, yeah. Yep.
0: I just thought he was great. I thought he was great.
1: I I loved Russell T. Davies as a showrunner probably more than Stephen Moffat.
0: Yeah, Yeah. but Stephen Moffat does phenomenal Sherlock.
1: Yes, yes he does. So he should stay doing that, and now they're going to bring in a new showrunner for the next season okay. of uh, of Doctor Who. That'll be interesting. I
0: want to approach Leggo there. Hey, tell, tell us real quick, just keeping with the nerdy side of things. Remember when <laughs> we went to Rhode Island Comic Con? I remember that. Okay, do you recall just happened to be at the right place at the right time when something amazing happened with uh, Colin Baker.
1: I sure do. Colin Baker was signing autographs for people sitting at his table and the crowds were wall-to-wall people, elbow-elbow. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, so I happened to be right next to his table, kind of stuck there for a minute. And uh, these two people had each brought in their life-sized completely accurate, I mean, beautifully accurate. One was a remote-controlled R2-D2, and one was a remote-controlled Dalek. Yep. And they were squaring them off and making them, you know, the Dalek was shouting, exterminate, and R2 was just beeping and whirring, and they were spinning around in circles and, and like, fighting each other. And Colin Baker stood up behind me and just screamed at the top of his lungs, kick his ass, R2! <laughs> it was perfect. I mean, that was, if I wasn't a Who fan at that point, Oh, I, yeah. I would have been locked in. And I was on the other side
0: of the room when that happened. <laughs> so I saw it from, like, a distance as well. It was just – it was amazing.
1: It was so good.
0: It was just – it was one of those moments where it was just like, yes, yes.
1: Yes. These are my people.
0: Yes. And he's still, like, you know, like – he's not bitter about anything about, you know, playing – still being thought of all these years later. Like, that's the character he's still attached to. Yep. I have no idea if he ever acted in anything else. And he doesn't seem to have a problem with it because he's – you know, he just – He's going into it by, you know, screaming at the Daleks still. It was
1: amazing. Exactly. It was
0: awesome. It was a
1: big round of applause to him.
0: Oh, a tremendous applause. <laughs> yeah, it was a great, great geek moment in the history of geekness.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> now, you had mentioned to me last week that you wanted to take a few minutes to talk about Ash versus Evil Dead.
0: I did. I did. But you know what? We're already like an hour in right now almost. Yeah. So I think I just might hold off on that.
1: Okay. Save it for the I'll- next time
0: yeah I'll just surmise by saying it's awesome, <laughs> and it ended exactly the right i I think the way they ended it, even not knowing they were going to a season two at that time yep. oh no they did yeah no they they were they were done filming before they announced the season two, and I think the way they ended it was even still perfect I agree completely because it just definitely seems like it was something Ash would do yes um I so I'm, I'm going to jump over to movies real quick because i yes. did watch uh I did watch a movie this week, okay. Uh, I watched, uh, I saw it on Netflix. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a rom-com. Okay. And it's not really your typical rom-com, but it's a rom-com and it's, uh, it's called Man Up. Okay. And it's with Simon Pegg and Lake Bell. I already like it. And Simon Pegg is awesome. And basically, essentially what it is, is the syn- the synopsis is, 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 uh, Lake Bell is, um, you know, you know mid thirties, sad. Uh, lonely you know um, lonely heart type girl who's looking for a relationship but she's not looking for a relationship and and through a uh you know series of events she ends up uh meeting Simon Pegg and Simon Pegg thinks that she is his blind date okay and when he confronts when he goes when he like you know oh uh, it's so great to see you blah 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 Instead of like denying that, oh no, I'm not Jessica. I'm someone else. She just goes, oh yeah, that's me. Ah. And then they go on this blind date, and then of course, you know, he finds out that she's not really who he was supposed to meet up with. Um, but it's not. It's then it just it goes from there though, like because he's you know newly divorced and he's still bitter about this breakup. And of course, we run into his ex wife and the guy she was cheating on him with. And then hilarity ensues from there. And then, of course, you know, the, the stereotypical, you know, oh, I, he screws up and then doesn't know what's in front of him and on and on and on. And then, you know, oh, let's get back together type of thing. But it all happens in one day. Oh, wow. But it's really, really well. It's really good. It's really, really good. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, It's not your typical rom-com, but it's kind of your typical rom-com.
1: But it's got Simon Pegg in it. It, Like I said, I like it already if it's got Simon Pegg. Yeah, and it does
0: take place over in the UK.
1: Oh, nice. It
0: takes place in London and whatnot. So
1: So his accent doesn't seem quite so out of place.
0: Exactly, yeah. Yeah. But I will say this. I I didn't realize it was Lake Bell at the beginning. Okay. And as I'm watching this, I'm trying – because it was called Man Up. Yep. I'm trying to figure out: is that a man dressed <laughs> as a woman? Like legit, the way the way her hair was, yeah, and everything else. Like I'm, I, I literally am was sitting there trying to figure out:
1: she is has that a man dressed
0: as a woman. Is is that why it's called Man Up? Yeah,
1: no, I because don't see that. That
0: that's actually a guy, and then it's a guy pretending to be a girl going on a blind date with Simon Pegg, and he thinks he's a girl, like. I, I legit thought this is what was going on at first when I started watching. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to watch this. And right. then, oh no, we're establishing that that is actually a girl <laughs> playing a girl. Okay, all right, but it was just. I'm back in. <laughs> yeah, with her accent. Yep. It didn't. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, it was. It was a little confusing to me, to be honest. Interesting.
1: Yeah. I uh, I also watched a movie this week. Would you watch? I watched Ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh, you did go see that? Yes. How and, was it? Well, I'm apparently in the minority because you read the reviews, you read people's write-ups, and everybody loved this movie. Yeah. I did not. Uh, th- me and the person that I went with, we spent most of the time like rolling our eyes and saying, oh, now this is going to happen. Oh, now this is going to happen, or laughing at it. Well, not only was it predictable, but Mike, you and I have talked about this a lot, and you're one of the few people that I talk with about this on regular occasions. The trailers ruin the movie because they do, because I'll tell you right now in one of the scenes of the trailer, she's like running in a field and it's nighttime and she looks up at a house and this weird glow starts coming from the house. But within the first like five minutes of the movie, she's in the bunker. So you automatically know she's going to get out at some point. Yep. And so that kind of ruins it. Not only that, but the the suspense in the movie was never justified. Like, there were a lot of tense moments, but a lot of it was punctuated by, like, big metal doors clanging, like a quick sudden slam. Yeah. And the mysteries never get solved. And within the last 10 minutes of the movie, it changes to something completely different.
0: You know, it's funny you say that because, like, like I listen to The Nerdist. Yep. And I recently listened to The Nerdist with uh, – it had J.J. J. Abrams on it, and it had Dan something or rather, whoever, the guy that directed Tank Lower Field Lane. Okay. And they were there to promote that movie. But, of course, they talked a lot about Star Wars and Star Trek. Right. But um, Chris Hardwick loves that movie.
1: Like I said, a lot of people did. He thought it was – he couldn't
0: stop talking about how great it was and all the reasons why it was so good and everything. And so I was kind of like – Kind of getting a little amped up, looking forward to going and seeing it. And then now you're saying, like, oh, no, don't waste your time. It's basically garbage.
1: But, again, like I said, most everybody seems to have loved this. So it could have just been that I was there on an off day or that I was overthinking things. But it just – I I didn't like it as much as I should have. I will say – John Goodman plays a really, really creepy guy. Like, he's got one of those things where he doesn't make eye contact a lot. He'll, like, stare off to the side when he's talking to somebody, almost like he's ashamed, but not really. Yeah. But he goes over the top so easily. It's, it's really nice to see that. Yeah. I um,
0: kind of, well, to hear you talking about it, though, makes me think of
1: grown-ups. Yep.
0: And I think is I had watched it and I didn't like it at all. Yep. And then I think I watched it. No, that way no it wasn't Grown Ups. That wasn't that. Neither one of us wanted to watch Grown Ups. We thought it was going to be stupid. We watched it together and loved it.
1: Yes. Not so much the second one, but yeah, the first one definitely.
0: I didn't watch the second one yet, but
1: there was another movie I had watched and I didn't
0: like it the first time I watched it and I dismissed it and then we watched it together. Um and the second time I, I found it I I ended up really enjoying it and laughed laughed laugh, uh, Laughed the whole time. And now I can't remember. I thought it was Grown Ups, but it wasn't Grown Ups. Because that was Um, a movie we were just dreading, and then we watched it, and we enjoyed it.
1: The only one I could think of was The Other Guys, but the second time through, you didn't like it anymore. I liked it. No, I liked The Other Guys. The one with Farrell and uh... yes, because like
0: you had the just the ridiculous of Samuel Jackson, the Rock, and they're going <laughs> to jump off the roof and they're going to make it. And of course, they both die, which I thought was great. No, I think it was the other guys that I watched the first time and I thought it was stupid. Okay, and then when I watched it with you, uh, I don't know what it was why it hit me better that time. But...
1: Hmm, it's the company. Yeah, it yeah, clearly, <laughs> clearly
0: is the company. So you know what's funny, I. Like I recently uh, uh, met some people last few weeks or whatever that I'm doing a, the wrestling podcast with and everything. And I'm chatting with them all online a lot now and everything. And uh, uh, they're, all, they're all great guys. But uh, we've hit an impasse here because in one aspect, and it's that everybody I knew prior to them had no interest really of going to see Batman versus Superman. Okay. Or Superman versus Batman. It just didn't It just didn't appeal to them, didn't look good to them. I'm um, not and, and not real happy with what DC is doing with their movie universe and everything. All these guys are so excited to go and see it.
1: Ah, uh-huh. interesting. And
0: so it's funny to me because when I talk to them, I'm in the minority of like, <laughs> I have no interest in seeing this. And they're like, what do you mean? It's going to be awesome. It's Batman and Superman. And I was like, no, it just doesn't, it just doesn't look good to me at all in any way, shape or form. Still,
1: no matter how many different ways you cut the trailer on, it doesn't look good to me. Right. I, I'm, Looking forward to them seeing the 20 minutes of the movie that hasn't been shown in every single trailer, behind-the-scenes movie clip on a talk show, and saying, wow, this really isn't that good. I feel like we're getting out ahead of it. Like, uh, Man of Steel, you know, everybody was so pumped for that, and, you know, I liked it for the most part. I liked it a lot, though. But then afterwards, people were like, yeah, we like it, we we hate it, we hate this movie. I know, which I don't understand,
0: because I really liked the movie. I didn't give a crap that Zod, that he broke Zod's neck at the end of the flick. I thought it was great that he did.
1: But here's the thing. All these people hated Man of Steel, hated it, hated it, hated it. Yeah. And yet they're praising the next movie in the same series by the same director.
0: Yeah. And look how much all these people crapped over the fact that Ben Affleck got yeah. Batman when it first happened.
1: Yeah. I, I Seriously, and I think, think we're getting out ahead of really it.
0: really supportive of the movie. I don't know. I, I will eventually watch it someday. Yep. yep. I don't see myself going to theaters to watch it at all. Doubtful. I don't go to the theaters often as I, you know, much because time's limited. So when I am gonna go, i got to have there's got to be a good reason for it, especially right. you know to spend the money because you know how thrifty I am. So, but uh, I'll definitely watch it at some point. I'm just yeah. not going to the theaters to watch
1: that. right? Yeah, I. Uh, it would have to be somebody like, not really dragging me there, but saying, "Come on, let's go see it. I'll pay for your ticket." Oh well, yeah. Then okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to pay for that. That's ticket. right.
0: <laughs> so, cool. Yeah. All right, well, um that pretty much covers everything I got this week.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that we uh we went a little over our normal amount of time, but I think we covered everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is a good like we talked about earlier, good shows coming back this week?
1: Yes, going to going to be uh, a good show next week when we uh talk about absolutely.
0: those. Absolutely. And then uh hopefully You'll get some more Daredevil under your belt, because I would really like to talk to you about episodes three and four. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So By then, up. I'm sure. I'll be all yeah.
0: So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That'd be great. Cool, cool. Awesome. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening. Uh, please feel free to go ahead and leave a comment, if you want, on our uh, Twitter. I'm uh, at SuperstarML. And then, uh, John, go ahead.
1: Uh, I'm the Quantum Geek, at the Quantum Geek, and that's G33K.
0: And uh, we also got ourselves a little Twitter account for the show, and that's uh, at What Did You Watch. So uh, yeah, feel free to drop us a a line if you want.
1: Yeah, let me know if I'm really overreacting to the 100, and it's really not as good as I keep hearing.
0: Sweet. All right. Well, thanks yeah. a lot.
1: Thank you guys, and we'll talk to you next week.